Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where red bra moments live. I'm Renee Bouse, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red Bra Project. I am Renee, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Shauna. And our amazing guest tonight that we're going to get to introduce you to in just a moment. But I want to say hi to Shauna. How's it going this evening? Hello, gorgeous. Um, it's going well. It's going really good. You know, 2021, we're hit the ground running. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I know. I'm all bundled up over here. Um, but it's it's nice to be cozy. I'm 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 loving it. <laughs> I know. I keep dressing up, thinking I have somewhere to go, and one day we'll <laughs> <laughs> get there. But we are so excited to be with you all tonight. We are here with episode number 72, and we have an incredible guest, Sharon Lee Zapata. I love saying your name, Sharon. A writer, <laughs> author, you. podcaster, abstract artist. I mean, so many things I could just go on and on. But we're so excited to introduce her to you and bring her creative energy and a little bit about her story. So Sharon, welcome to the Red Bra Project. Thank you. Thank you, Shauna and Renee. I'm sounding okay. Everything's good. Everything's Everything awesome. is great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh my goodness. So I'm just so excited to be here. Now you guys are bundled up. Is it cold where you're at or you just felt like wearing well, a hat? Or... I'm kind of, I'm kind of skipping the wash the hair day, to be honest. So throwing a hat on. <laughs> oh, I totally get it. Have you been me? seeing that hat? The headphones look amazing. <laughs> well, it's 20 ish here. So it is cold. I'm in Massachusetts. So um, my yeah. son said hours ago, your son's probably still up in Texas. We're <laughs> cold on the east coast (laughs) wow well you know we had we was cold this week earlier it was like 31 29 32 now today was gorgeous sunny and 69 so i don't know it's Mm. just like bipolar weather here in houston (laughs) that's awesome which is a great segue why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're coming from today beautiful texas Mm -hmm. and a little bit about your background Okay, cool. Well, um, kind of polish this little 30 second introduction and anybody listening, you're, re- you're welcome to copy it. Ready? So I'm Sharon Lee Zapata from SharonLeeZapata.com. I'm an author, an artist, and a podcaster, and I inspire people to get out of situations. That's my new word and struggles with my ink and my SBST. So that's small batch storytelling. And I do that through my books and my podcasts and my podcast guests. And I leave my forever energy inside every single piece of artwork that I do. And I even help people who have been made to feel like failures in their attempts to find themselves. I love it. I know. I learned that from somebody and I was like, Ooh, I like you that I'm going to do that. I'm afraid to say situation. Okay. I said it. I was like thinking it in my head. I'm like, will it come out right? (laughs) It's, you know, it's really, it's, it's not a bad word. If you think about it, it's no, no, it's more a tongue twister. (laughs) It's a, but it's a it. you know, when you say, Oh, we have a situation. And I was joking when I said that and my, 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 my 12 year old laughed. And then he's like, did you just hear what you said? And I'm like, no, I, it was just all done on accident. So now it's a, it's a word. (laughs) 
I love it. Renee makes up words all the time. So you guys are like two peas in a pod. (laughs) Renee, what words have you made up? (laughs) Can you tell them? Yeah, it's one of those in the moment things that it just comes out. And I'm like, did I just say that? I said that. And Shauna, she picks me up sometimes and she kind of carries me through. But I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) it just happens right it just happens yeah creative brain energy and talking i mean words words who knows it's in the (laughs) urban dictionary now have you seen the urban dictionary yeah crazy words in that urban dictionary so there there are um i love your uh behind the scenes your your posters you have up back there which are two of your awesome books Thank you. Um, well, actually, I actually have three books. Um, I have, I'm like, I don't want to ruin the video, but I have, well, go get it. I can grab, let me grab it. It's right here. There you go. I was going to say, love this. Your headphones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a new day. Don't be a shithead. Um, this came from being in carpool lane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've I've all been, been there, there. <laughs> we've all been there so yeah this is uh, a, it offers positive disruptive slightly irregular strategies on how to stop procrastinating and smack down the bullshit in your life so each page is sprinkled with um sharon's moxie thoughts and her smarty ass intellectual sarcasm so they're just really short little stories on every little are you ready for this it's there's a quotable so the, you know, the, you know how you see quotables out there. I've been doing quotables for like five years on on uh, social media. So I have this one page how I came up with that quote. And so this was dedicated to my dad, uh, who always inspires me. I know he is just the he's the go to guy. He's the no BS guy and just just a straight talker. Uh, and so I, you know got a collection of all my um, quotables that were out on the internet forever and ever and ever, put them into a book. And then middle finger happiness. Hey, this, well, let me, let's start with that one. That's the one that started it all. The little book of startup inspiration, 20 lessons learned the hard way, damn it, from the most outrageous year of my entrepreneurial life. Long title. Um, that came in 20, 2017 or 20, yeah, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey hit Houston. I don't know if you guys remember that. I mean, we flooded. It was devastating. My house had flooded for the third time. My clients that I had, their businesses flooded and their house flooded. I mean, we still have homes in Houston to this day that are still empty. Uh, there's still people that are still struggling from that economic thing. It was, it was really bad. It was really bad. So I fell into a bad depression. I just started my uh, consulting company and I didn't know what to do. Um, so I started volunteering at the Harvey hub and I started seeing thousands of people in line to go get things that they needed. I mean, when I saw a woman with two different shoes on and five kids and no bra and just in line to get things and Houston is an amazing city. We came together quickly and there was this place called Harvey hub and you could get anything, anything, no limit, free paint, uh, home Depot, target diapers, shoes. I mean, it was just amazing. So I started volunteering there and I took my, I guess my focus off of me and my funk. And then when you put it toward, you know, gratitude and giving back, you have no choice but to give it on the gratitude and giving back. And so that's when this book came out and I wrote all the lessons that I learned the hard way, damn it, from the most outrageous year of my entrepreneurial life. And it is dedicated to my granny Juanita, who's passed already, but she passed away at 98. She's just a gangster. She was in the 1940s, six kids, three jobs, butcher, 
worked at a brewery and worked at a cigarette factory. And she did not have, she was that old, don't F with me woman, you know? So when she got home, she was tired. If you got a spanking, everybody got a spanking. Um, but she's the one that told me, don't take shit from anybody. Those were always her words of wisdom, you know? And so that's what's in the book. Uh, and then eight months later, I wrote Middle Finger Happiness. And so Middle Finger Happiness, work hard, live well, don't fuck with me. I'll just say it. We've all had that thought. It came from this glorious tattoo. Uh, this is my, this is my, I'm not full of tattoos. I have one little one here. So started from zero and I have this one and a really tiny one in the back. So um, I just came from a moment. We've all had that effort moment in our lives where you're like, I've got to make some changes. And I decided to stay away from toxic family members. And I cut off a permanently cut off a relationship with my narcissist mother. That's probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, but it took me over 40 years to do that. And for anybody listening, thinking, oh my God, how could you do that? It's how could I not continue to wound myself? You know, it is me with me. It's not the other person any longer. So when you're in those toxic relationships, especially if it's a parent or a spouse, um, you have to make an executive decision. And when you make executive decisions, you're not going to make everybody happy. So if someone's pissed off, I just say get in line because I got a long line of people. So with that, with that said, this book is funny. It's, it's got some sad stories, but mostly funny. I look at it as if I hadn't gone through the shit shows. Again, you can tell my family curses and we just, <laughs> I, would, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be on this podcast. I wouldn't be uh, inspiring people with, with my stories. And forever I was embarrassed. It's like, you know, I, I didn't know if I should talk about it. It's, it's one of those really powerful decisions that as an author, if, when you're ready, you know, to, to put this in print, you better be prepared because all kinds of stuff happens behind the scenes. And so you have to get a rhinoceros skin and be tough and stand your ground on your, on your mission and, and your voice and amplify that so that you can help other people repair themselves. Oh, oh my gosh. I told everybody listening, this is going to be a killer <laughs> episode. <laughs> Okay. And, 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 I'm, and then I'm still a mom, you know, I've got three rescue dogs. I have an older son. I have a younger son. I have a husband. I mean, we're great little niche family. Um, you know, you can find me picking up dog poop with the bag out there with the dog, you know, the normal regular things that we do. Uh, and it's, it's just kind of funny because I get messages that, you know, someone asked me if I have a PR person or a social media manager. I'm like, no, it's just, it's just all me. And I do it in my, my cracks of time. Yeah, but I think I think that's what's so wonderful about you. It's genuine and it's authentic. And, you know, when they are looking at your books or reading them or looking at your art, like they feel you and it just, you don't need all of those other PR people because you sell yourself and you sell yourself well because you are so authentic. Well, thank you. You know, I took a tip um, from Gary Vaynerchuk and he said, just document. If you're just documented, documenting pieces of your day if so if somebody's listening and you know they're thinking about writing a book or starting a blog or art whatever you're thinking about don't think about it anymore just do it and then if you want to share it which I think you should you're just documenting your work and work is messy because progress is messy so if you look back at my artwork from you know back it was not like it is now it's evolved just like anything you know anything you get better yeah that's so cool and there's um, one of our prior guests and she started off as a fashion blogger, um, Christine Bouzon is that she's amazing at Madame Ostrich. 
but she kind of talks about the evolution of her blogging style and her fashion and how she'll show before and afters about 10 years ago when she stepped out in the outfit she was in and then puts it next to a current outfit after she discovered and let her own creative energy flow. And it sounds like that is exactly kind of what you're talking about. You can see the evolution through your own paintings, which they speak so much energy, Sharon. And so everybody's listening. You have to go check out Sharon's Instagram feed at Sharon Lee Zapata, because you can look at these paintings and it's like, they jump off the page at you and that's energy. And it's like, that's through the screen on a social media. It's like, I can't imagine what it's like vibing and walking into a studio. Ooh, so. when, you, when you walk in here uh, and I'm still, I don't know, I guess amazed. Uh, like second Saturday, Saturdays are always buzzing in this, in this, you know, I'm in the silos. It's one of the largest creative campuses here in the U.S. Um, and it's 80,000 square feet. It used to be an industrial area. Now they've got this cool, you know, creative campus so you've got architects here engineers ai companies you know artificial intelligence companies therapists and artists but yeah when people walk in there's this there's this this is jolt of something something's going on in here and i did not realize this i had a i had a friend of mine on my podcast you know everything is made of energy and i have you can't see it but my little podcast tables over there it's round and it was from a bar restaurant salvage junkyard <laughs> And I bought it for 50 bucks and I brought it home or to the studio and put some paint on it. But my friend's like, do you know how many conversations were on that? How many drinks have been spilled? How many people have laughed, argued, held hands? I mean, think of all the energy it's in that table. And now it's in here. And I was like, whoa, that just, I never even thought of that. Yeah. I love people that can think like that. Cause I'm like, oh, wow. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. Cause I never would have thought about that before. But yeah, I mean, your studio is, it's so unique and so cool. I mean, what made you, how did you find it? How did you know this was what was the next step for you? Oh, this is a good little story because we just love stories. We like struggles and then we like, oh, they overcame it with a sword, <laughs> yay. Okay, so I have, I knew in kinder, I wanted to be like Indiana Jones. I wanted to be an archeologist. You know, I wanted to find dinosaur bones. I knew I wanted to be an author and I knew I wanted to be an artist. I knew that at a young age. Growing up in a dysfunctional family, um, that was never nurtured. It was just never nurtured. But I didn't stop it. I would always have my 99-cent pads of scribbles and journaling. You know, um, I went to eight schools in 12 years. I'm an Air Force and an Army brat. So having to go to that many schools, I was a really quiet person, believe it or not. Um, I didn't blossom until probably my junior, senior year, my about 17 but being a quiet kid, I listened and I wrote, um, went to school, got married, got divorced, had a kid, rinse and repeat twice. I'm on my third marriage. So, you know, hoo hoo for that. And I'm in a great marriage. We've been together 18 years and been together 21. So I think I know what the hell I'm doing now. <laughs> so fast forward, my husband's always like supporting me, but not supporting me like, oh yeah, honey, that's, that's kind of good. No, he'll tell you if it sucks or if it doesn't suck. He's just, you know, gently blunt. And I look, I really appreciate it. And one day he's like, you know what? You need to do something with your artwork. So I got laid off uh, from uh, a company. I was a recruiter. I was a top recruiter. I was earning some, to me, it was killer money. I was making 10, 13,000 a month on commission. And after six months, they're like, we need to let you go today because we know you're not happy here. So in Texas, we have the at-will law. That means we can fire you because it's sunny and blue sky. There's no reason. So I walked out going, I was devastated. And that's when I went to a friend 
Um, and she's in the book, the little startup inspiration book, my friend Wilka, who's a corporate attorney. And she's like, you got five minutes. Tell me what happened. Tell me, hurry, because I'm in a hurry. And I told her my story. She's like, oh, pff, just go start your own thing. It's time for you to do your own thing. And I'm like, oh, you got to be joking. Um, and I drove by this place. I would drive by here and I would look around. I'm thinking, I could never have a place like this. You know, probably it's super expensive or you got to be really badass. Um, but in 2018, I had my income tax check return and I walked in here and I saw a studio and uh, I had to go think about it. Mm, it was gone the next day like that. And so the girl said, oh, by the way, another one opened up do you want it? I'm like, yes. So I went in and I only had like 1800 in my return. Um, they're like, Miss Zapata. And I have everything in my name. I didn't want anything in my husband's name. It's like, it's all in my name. So I had to put my deposit in my first month's rent. And they're like, your credit's not great, but it's not bad. So we're going to need first month's and last month's rent. So there went the whole check. I get home at six o'clock and my husband's like, so what'd you do today? And I'm like, I got a studio. <laughs> And he's like, okay, how, how are you going to do this? I'm like, I don't know. That's how, uh, do y'all remember the cartoons, the Roadrunner and the Coyote, Coyote. Remember Bugs Bunny? Yeah, I'm, I'm like a combination of both. Like, I don't think sometimes I just do. So I thought, I'll just do these workshops. So I started doing little workshops, um, you know, how to write content started paying for itself. And before you know it, it grew and grew. And I got braver. And every month I just kept doing and the rest is history. You know, here I am, here I am going to year three. So that's the story. <laughs> I love it. And I wish I was more like you, a doer. And cause I overthink everything. So I would have lost oh. the studio twice. I would have been like, Oh, did it really open for me again? <laughs> no. no. When they told me, because, you know, I was like, and the price was like, you're kidding. It's six fifty-five a month. I'll, I'll do, I'll figure that out. I will figure that out. So incredible. now, yeah, incredible. So, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, not everybody can do that. Um, not everybody can do that, Yeah. You know, but, but if you can do it. What an awesome story. So a couple questions, when you lost your job, were you not, were you really not happy there? I'm a worker bee. If, if there were bees, I wouldn't be the queen, you know, popping out little bees. Yeah. <laughs> I would be the worker bee and probably sting and die. You know, I would, I'm a worker bee. So whatever, every, any job I do, I do it with passion. I don't care. I used to have a cleaning business. You know, mm -hmm. I used to clean for four attorneys and I only worked like 48 hours in a month. And I made some really good money because I was making good, you know, charging them a premium price. Um, so now I was not happy there, but here's what I found being a corporate person. You know, it, there's rules. You can't just open your mouth and just say what you think, you know, <laughs> you, you gotta bite your tongue. Um, and so I, I've played that game. I've done that, but it, it took me so many years to embrace, you know, what I am and what I can do. And some many, many people will pitch their, you know, what they do, but you need to pitch who you are because who you are is more than what you do. Yeah, that's so true. Did mm -hmm. you, when did you start to kind of realize that for yourself or who are your mentors that you've learned from? I mean, you're obviously very driven and just creative. And as you said, sometimes it's easier to do, do, do and go and then ask for forgiveness if you need to later or figure it out, or, right, you right. know, and take what you can learn, but who, yeah. who is helping to kind of guide and empower or who's your mentor? Ooh, well, I read a shit ton of books uh, and I listen to two podcasts. Andy Frisella, who I'm 
I'm crossing my fingers to have him on my podcast, uh, Joe Rogan. Um, I have more male mentors than I have women. Now I have a couple of men, women mentors and they're like me. We, we're kind of like tomboyish. Uh, maybe because I'm a mom of boys. I'm a mom boy, boy mom. Yeah. Um, so it's yes, if you get that. And so, um, yeah, it's, you know, anybody who's doing something on a, on a, it doesn't have to be huge. You can do something big in a small way. So now I would say my mentors are still, you know, uh, yeah, I would say definitely a Grant Cardone and Elena Cardone. I listened to them. They're amazing. I started following them probably in 2014. Um, and, and just, you know, books like Stephen Pressfield. Do you guys know him? I posted a, one of his books on um, Instagram. He wrote like, I think over 20 books. He's amazing. Huge author. Uh, one of his books is called Nobody Wants to Read Your Shit what to do about it. I, it's somewhere over here. I, it's on my Instagram and it got already like 573 views because nobody wants to read your shit if you're not going to give value. So if there's anything that I can give to your audience, you know, bring value. In fact, I have a quotable, be helpful, become necessary. No, no, it's be helpful, bring value, become necessary, mm-hmm. become necessary. And don't be the girl that's nice to have around. Be the person who's necessary to have around. Mm. You know, um, I was talking to some teens uh, right before COVID. In fact, the week that COVID shut down everything, remember it was March 6th. I was speaking to um, high school students and one of them was asking, uh, you know, Q&A and there was a panel of 10 of us and I was one of the panelists. Um, How do I know, you know, how do I know if I'm bringing value? I'm like, don't worry about it. You be the value then you don't have to worry about it. And it just made, you know, I don't know how I got to think that way, but you know, if you just be the value, then, you know, like them letting me go, I found out a year later, it was either me or my manager. He wasn't making his numbers. (sighs) Corporate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that be necessary. I used to have a quote that I liked that was about, um, appreciate the interruptions in your life because that it means that you have purpose and worth and somebody's interrupting because they need you. Um, and so I kind of like having that, that be necessary for someone because when the interruptions stop, you're just kind of alone. Um, so you should never be upset by being interrupted by someone. So kind of relate that to yours. I love that. And um, do you guys remember, is it Kina Keely that was on our virtual uh, workshop? Oh, Kenya. Kenya said something that was amazing too. She said, who's calling you, mm-hmm. you know, who's calling you and why Yeah, that's a big, that's a big sign as well. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love that you talked about your grandma a little bit and just the strong uh, bloodline that is mm-hmm. there as well. I mean, even the three jobs, I mean, having six kids and three jobs, even the three jobs that she did a butcher, um, Worked at a brewery, and yeah. I know she <laughs> cigarette factory. This is in the right. 40s. You know, this is 47. I mean, you know, that's I, pretty badass. It, you know, but she had a hard life. She was not in the best of relationships. Um, you know, there was a, there was abuse, and there was, but she just kept on going. And and so back then, and like you know, we we talked way until I was you know my mid 20s and 30s, and she would tell me, you know, we didn't have therapy. Right. We didn't have no groups. There was no go-to group you know we had our beer in the backyard and everybody was asleep and we just chilled out and looked at the stars and would dream and that was I was thinking oh my goodness you know it was a different time 
it's a different time. And look what we have now. We, we think we have problems. I'm serious. You know, I have depression. I have ADD. It doesn't define me. But when I find myself going down that wormhole, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down and breathe and take a look at what triggered it. Was it something someone said? Was it too much sugar? Was it too much caffeine? Was it you're not exercising again? You know, you start looking at all these things so that you don't feel sorry for yourself. And that took me years and years to fix. And it's, I'm always, you know, got a Band-Aid or a patch on me for that. I think and everybody does. But to go back in those times, they, they didn't have what we have now. You know, mom play dates and mom groups, you know, so. You, you know, didn't go get a pedicure. You know, right. <laughs> we all like about our moms and how they got through sometimes, and you know, and mm-hmm. they did. They just did it. They were tough, um, tough, and wow. they often did it alone. Like you said, there weren't a lot of groups out there and things. And um, I, I think there were. It was when they gathered in the kitchen to cook. True, you know, that was their therapy. You know, whenever they did the the, the weekend thing, that's a you know that's your tribe, so to speak. So you know, from that, I'm sure that's where. It's amazing all the things that have happened before us. Um, and I read this somewhere, Austin Cleon, he wrote a book, um, How to Steal Like an Artist. You should get that book. It's a little square book. And he said, you know, books are made from books and art is made from art. And then I was thinking, well, people are made from people. Ideas are made from ideas. Collaborations are made from collaboration. Everything has already been done. Yeah. We're just taking it up another level every time. Yeah. What was your, what was your first consultant business or the consultant business you had um, when Harvey came through? It was the Sapatha group. And at that time I was just discovering um, how to write good content to grab someone's attention. And I, I didn't even do it intentionally. It was, I was doing it accidentally because I wanted to write something that would make you stop and read it versus just scroll by and go, okay, whatever. I wanted to make sure when you read what I put, it helped you you know, to leave you better. And so I started doing social media management for a couple of companies. That is hard. That's really hard work. I mean, cause you have to strategize, you know, posting everything, you know, you got, there's a reason there's three squares in Instagram. You're supposed to be posting at least three times a day minimum. And then you have a pattern, you know, what's your theme. And so that was the consulting business that I started. Okay. I was curious about that. I wasn't sure um, mm-hmm. how that went, but then you've always, been a writer because you had a blog way way back when and that's kind of yeah well the yeah and the blog started when I got laid off it was oh this is another good story oh gosh okay so um when I got laid off white knuckle driving on the freeway and crying because I'm like driving to my friend remember the attorney to her office and uh she's always busy like you have to make an appointment to see her she's like you know anyway I went to see her and I'm listening to a cd from Grant Cardone And he says, you know, don't be a little bitch, you know, don't complain. I'm like, that's right. Don't be a little bitch, you know? So I'm driving. And then I was thinking, I need to write about this. So I thought of the bitchy business blog. And it was the bitchy business blog for like a week. Uh, Had a friend of mine, Nikila Shaw, who's, I think she's in Dallas now. She was here at the time and she had just pitched something to Oprah. And so we met for coffee and she's like, Sharon, I love what you're doing, but it's not a blog. It's, it's something different. And I'm like, I know, right? She goes, you write really short stories. And I leave this tip. You're going to love this. Ready? You have to write like your audience is about to pee their pants. When you <laughs> do that, they will come back to you over and over again. So I was like, hmm, the bitchy business briefs. 
Oh, I love say. that. <laughs> so that's the story behind that. And then, you know, I was talking to um, our mutual friend, wonderful friend, Dr. Summer Watson, who's uh, my coach too. And she's like, you need to put everything in your name now. You're known. Everything needs to be branded. You know, your name, Sharon Lee Sapatha. So the Bitchy Business Briefs is still there um, if you type it, but we also have my name. And, and the Instagram is gone from there, but the hashtag is there for sure. That is awesome. So you still have <laughs> that web, your website. And you oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you type in SharonLeeZapata.com, it'll point to the bitchy business briefs because that's just like, that's golden. This lady posted a wine glass. Um, we made some wine glasses. It said V was, was sideways and then bitchy business briefs. And you could, she, it was filled with red wine. She took a picture and posted on, on Instagram and tagged me. And I was like, they're still out there. They're still out there. <laughs> So, oh, oh, go ahead, Shona. No, you go, you go. I was just curious, Sharon, if you could pick like one, one time that you're looking back. And I mean, obviously you're still putting so much out there and you have so much more. We're excited to see where you go this year. I know you have big goals and your reflection wall. And I mean, we didn't even get into that yet, but for our listeners and viewers, that's something we did with our virtual event, Unstoppable, which was amazing. Sharon was our creative presenter and just rocked it. Got us all set up for 2021 with those um, kind of actions and desires in our mind. But when you look back on everything you just talked to us about, what is like a time that you just, um, I guess it's kind of leading into the red bra question. And I'm not, I'm not supposed to, but I will. But what is a red <laughs> bra moment for you that you're like, wow, I didn't think I could get through or this was really tough, but man, I showed up, I had my red bra on and it can be, it's, you wear it underneath. Nobody knows you have it on, but you do and you know you're confident and when you walk out at you know, you look back at the end of the day, you're like, man, I just rocked it. Uh, well, you know, originally I was going to say this being on the podcast is my red bra moment because I didn't know if I was going to do this. Yay. I still get nervous in front of the camera, but since we've been talking and the wheels are turning and you're like the little hamster at Petco. <laughs> okay. Little quick story. Uh, I wrote a book. I would not buy it. It's probably out of print, but it was called the 12 secrets for successful Hispanic women. And I was going through a really hard time again with a narcissist mom. Didn't realize what was going on. This book was printed in 20, 2007. Uh, I was able to hold the stage with uh, Jackie Guerra. She's an actress and an activist. And she played the drummer in the movie Selena. Wow. And she was the main speaker. Yeah. Awesome. Woman. That is such a good. Uh, yeah. And I was asked to be the what do you call it? You got the main speaker and then you got the, the second person, I guess. Um, I was so nervous. not the keynote, but like the supporting speaker or primary. Okay. And uh, took my books. I took a stack of 40 books. I didn't think I was going to sell more than 40 books, you know, sold those out, got paid. What I made in two months got paid for speaking. That's when I realized, oh my God, I have a good message. People were crying and laughing in the audience. So that means I tugged on heartstrings. And I think that was my red bra moment. I was like, okay, this is, you know, I did this. And, and it's still to this day, it's a, you know, an old memory, but it's a good memory. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah, it was a big audience for me. I would think it was a thousand people. So that was huge. I was, yeah, I was, my toes were curled like this inside my pumps. Because I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do. And my, I had a friend's like, just curl your toes and your shoes. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of being nervous, I mean, I think about all the things you've named. You've, you've done a lot of things. You've had to overcome some tough relationships in your life. How do you push through that fear? How do you 
get through those moments to, to see the other side. Um, mm. especially cause you've acknowledged too, that you do struggle sometimes, um, mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I mean, cause I'm getting older and wiser. Um, I have my day, my downtime days. I take, I say you have to slow down to speed up. So I'm not always in first gear, you know, I, you know, you have to unplug and, and not be on social media or turn the phone off. So I do that. That helps. I also do this crazy trick. Now y'all can really think I'm morbidly twisted. I pretend in my mind, I have five months to live because I have some horrible disease. And I'm like, shit, I ain't got time to waste. I got to get this and this done. And if, when, we, when you have that mentality, you just do it. You know, and it's the same thing with my husband. When I say, I have this great idea. I love what he tells me. Chop, chop, go do it, you know? And so we have a great relationship. We give each other a lot of space, a lot of um, freedom, but it's nice to come home in the evening. You know, like tonight when I get home, I'm in my, my house, in my safe place. And I do have that freedom to do my creativity. And, you know, like I said, I think after corporate job, after corporate job, he's like, you just need to do your own thing, you know? So I would say slow down, give yourself an invisible deadline, but we all have an invisible expiration date. We just don't know when. Um, and that, like I said, that's kind of a, a twisted way to think, but that's what I think. So I'm like, I got to finish this project so I can leave it for my kids. It can inspire my kids when they're in their forties or their fifties. And they go, man, my mom made this, you know? So. You say it's twisted, but you think about this last year and how quickly we all lost things that we had planned or things that we had hoped for. So, I mean, it really is a good way to think like, what if I don't have tomorrow? What do I want to get done? Oh God. Yeah. Here, here. Well said. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. It's been, it's been a challenging time. We're in challenging times, aren't we? We are, but but we're going to push through. We're, we're in 2021 push. now. We made we're reflection walls with you. We're, we're good. <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> <sighs> well, can you tell us a little bit more about your art? Like what, it, what is a moment mm. when you sit down to make something or what brings you to the canvas? In that mm. Well, I do get inspired by other abstract artists. Um, I cannot draw a portrait. I mean, it would be a stick man with, you know, like this. Um, but there's something about abstract art and music. I don't believe like, that. Uh, I don't believe that. For the record, <laughs> you know what? I want to do. I want to do like dogs, but maybe abstract, like kind of cool. I mean, I think I could probably play that off, you know. Or uh, I don't know. Um, what I don't. I can't even explain it. It's when you know you have this talent and you get your gift. It's just there. I cannot even explain it. Um, Man, and I think here's what happens. We're all born with factory installed gifts, just like when you get a new car and it's got, I don't know, Bluetooth and whatever, it's you know, factory installed. Everyone has a gift and a talent, but somewhere down our road of life, life got in the way or maybe somebody told you something that was negative. And uh, I don't want to say the bad word, but there's always MFs trying to take your magic away because they don't have any magic. And so you have to just block that off, you know? But- I don't know where this are. I'm looking at my studio. It's just in me. It's just there. And uh, I couldn't even give you a lesson. I had a paint and sip in here one night in October and we had four, five ladies and I just let them have fun. Like kindergartners. I didn't tell them like, okay, do this. Now do that. Cause you know, you want all the pictures to look the same, right? At paint and sip. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like they all did yeah. this. No, our girls, they all looked crazy. Awesome. And I asked them, <laughs> did you feel good? Cause it was just like wild freedom 
and they loved it, you know? And so I can't even teach art. <laughs> I'm just like, here, just play. <laughs> I hope that answers your question. Oh, it does. Yeah, no, that's perfect answer. And I want to take a paint and sip with you now. <laughs> right. Because it feels less pressure because I'm always worried that mine won't look like my, the person next to me. So they all came out great. Now, one of my girlfriends, she's got two small kids, like eight and seven. And she, we were just in here one night. She does my taxes. She's like, you need to have a, you get drunk and let your kids draw a class. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God. No, I don't know if I want to do that. You get (laughs) mommy, mommy drinks and lets the kids draw, draw, draw or something like that. I don't know. I was like, no, I want to do that one. But I don't know. It was interesting. <laughs> well, Sharon, we have kind of bumped all over and we put this whole chat out of, out of order. So we asked you the red bra question a little bit ago, um, which was so good. Was that your, first, you. your first speech? Yeah, that big, really? that big. Yeah. I mean, that's what was so nervous, nerve wracking and so scary because and all I did was I made eye contact with the women in the first two rows. I didn't even want to look beyond I just looked at the ladies in the first two rows I don't know if you're supposed to do mm-hmm. that but that's just how I did it uh and then there were the they were the ones laughing and crying so the other ones I couldn't I blocked out you know and that's scary you know public speaking is oh, it's scary yeah. yeah uh it'll it'll make you feel you're alive that's for, for sure you know <laughs> that's a nice way to put it <laughs> yep um no, I love that red bra moment. And I think that just, it ties in with your whole style too. And it's that of when you want to do something, you just step up to the plate and you do it. And you don't think about how everyone else is doing it. You do it the where you do it the way Sharon Lee Zapata feels good doing it and how you can get through it. And then you adjust. And of course, you know, make improvements for the next time mm-hmm. around, but oh, it yeah. doesn't stop you. And I think that's so cool. And obviously that's evident in everything that you're able to kind of give to people and through your stories and inspiration and creativity. So thank you so much for being you're with welcome. us tonight. Um, thank where you. Can our guests find you and connect with you. Um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Clubhouse, which is new, uh, okay. Facebook. Uh, yes, it's all at Sharon Lee Zapata. Um, they're all the same, all the same handles now. So you've been coached to use your name. I've been coached. <laughs> yep, gotta get it. Yeah, I was I was all over the place. So and if any, I'll leave you guys with this one thing. I love it. I, I was taught this. Whenever somebody says something to you and you don't have a, a comeback, and it was kind of like kind of crappy what they said or rude, this is the most nicest way to just it's like interesting. Oh, I like you just that. say one word or that oh, two words. That's interesting. Because <laughs> someone's like, Oh, you're gonna you're gonna open a studio. I, I could never do that. Why would you want to do that? I'm like, that's interesting. What can they say? <laughs> right. So. Oh, that's so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's, and it's clean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And if they don't watch this, they won't know when you say it to them next time <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be on to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they'll know when you say yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Well, Sharon, we end every episode with a quote, and um, the one that we chose for you is by George Bernard Shaw, and um, you may have heard it before, but it says, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself, and for you, I think that is just perfect, because I think you have not gone down whatever the path is typical, you've followed Sharon's path, and I think that we're all better for it. 
Well, thank you so much. That's, oh man, that yanked on my heartstring. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> well, we are thanking you for being with us tonight. We will link all of your information on our Instagram page, on our website, um, and you can follow us at the Red Bra Project over at Instagram or go to the Red Bra redbraproject.com. If you are watching us right now on YouTube, which we hope you are, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the bell so that you get notifications about our videos. And we just love you, Sharon. Thank you again oh, for joining no, us tonight. And we're so honored to have you. Oh, thank you guys. Have a great rest of the month. You, you too. too. Bye. Sharon's story. Bye. I appreciate Sharon's story with everybody that needs it because she's just full of inspiration out there. So. Uh, oh, oh, and I forgot the books are on Amazon. Oh, oh yes, where you yes. Get them. Yeah, hello, I forgot. And we will I link all of those for you yeah. too. Yes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> all right, guys, take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with us on the Red Bra Project. We are so excited you stopped by. If the story resonated with you, if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life, we would be so grateful. Stories hold so much power. We'd love to hear from you. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Come on over and say hi to us at The Red Bra Project on Instagram. You can check the full written blog posts on our website, theredbraproject.com. And every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our YouTube channel, The Red Bra Project. So thank you again for joining us, and we will see you soon.